If you've been wondering how these practices of yoga and meditation can actually support your fertility journey and your overall health and your well-being as you're trying to conceive, well, today I will break it down for you. We have a big episode coming up, so let's begin. Welcome to the In Your Element Fertility Podcast. I'm Jennifer Edmonds. I'm a yoga teacher, Pilates instructor, meditation and breathwork coach. And for the last 15 years, I've been helping women on their journeys to motherhood and beyond. This is the podcast that blends both science and spirit with everything you need to know as you navigate your fertility journey. If you're looking for a way to support your physical health, your mental health, reduce anxiety and reclaim some joy back into your life to make the process of trying to conceive feel easier, then you've come to the right place. I'll show you how to apply the latest scientific research along with your energy and mindset to provide you with all the tools you need as you're trying to conceive. This is the In Your Element Fertility Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the In Your Element Fertility Podcast and I am so excited to have you back here with me today. As I am recording this, I am preparing for my last in-person fertility event of the year. And this is something that, goodness, I wish I could fly all around the world to offer to people. But if you do live in Sydney and you would like to be a part of these events next year or at any point moving forward, please feel free to reach out to me at any point as I would love to be able to connect with you on that one-to-one level. Now, today we are talking about the ways in which yoga and meditation can actually support your fertility. And I've spoken about this a little bit in previous episodes, but today I want to go into a bit more detail and break it down for you and explain exactly what it is that it does to your body and how it affects your overall health and your fertility. And in reality, there are so many different ways that these practices can support you and not even just as you're trying to conceive, but as you move through your life in a broader sense. But when we are speaking about fertility, there really are some unique and specific benefits about yoga and meditation. So let's get straight into them. So the first thing that I think when we picture a yoga practice, We think about people moving and doing exercises on a mat. And as I'll explain later, this is a part of what a yoga practice is, but it isn't the whole picture. But we will start with that because it's a really good way to introduce people to the practice. So when we are thinking about exercise, I mean, the benefits of exercise in general have been widely researched and extensively proven. We know that exercise is beneficial for your overall health, your cardiovascular health, your immune system, balancing your hormones, improving mood and sleep, and all of those good things that come with exercise. So yoga is exercise as well. So it gets all of the benefits that we know comes along with that. But more specifically, yoga increases circulation and blood flow to the specific areas of the body that are needed to help enhance fertility and support reproductive health. So we perform poses that engage the muscles around the pelvis and the hips, encourage blood flow down to the pelvis, the reproductive organs, but also to the endocrine system and the different glands within your body as well. When we do inversions, and inversions are any poses where your hips are higher than your heart, 
And, you know, when people think about inversions, they often think about people doing fancy things on Instagram, acrobatics and handstands and what have you. But inversions can be as simple as a downward facing dog or a bridge pose where you lay on your back and you raise your hips off the floor. So when we do an inversion, it brings blood down towards the heart and then down towards the brain and the glands around the brain here as well. So your pituitary gland, the hypothalamus, And what this does is nourishes these areas. And when you come out of the pose, it then allows that blood to then flow to the different areas of the body that it needs to go. Now, remember that blood is our body's delivery system for nutrients and hormones. So when those areas of the body, those glands have been nourished with fresh blood flow, it can then start to send hormones to the different parts of the body that they really need to get to. We also perform a lot of poses within yoga that open out different areas of the body that we hold tension. And I find for most of us who have been on this journey for a long time, we tend to tighten up the muscles around the hips, the lower back, and particularly the shoulders and the neck. We hold a lot of past trauma and a lot of tension in these parts of the body for different reasons. And you can go back and listen to my episode that I did on trauma and how it affects your body to get a little bit more of an idea as to how that works. But we are able to come into specific poses that invite you to start to let go of that physical tension that's sitting within the body. And as we breathe into these different positions, we can start to let the emotions that are associated with that tension go as well. Now, the second thing that we need to talk about here and the ways in which these practices can support you is by talking about the breath. And I don't think that there is any other form of exercise that focuses on breath in the way and in the depth of the way that yoga does. But I need to just backtrack a little bit and talk about why the breath is so important. When we have been in this state of trying to conceive and dealing with infertility and loss and treatments for such a long time, we come into a state of fight or flight, which is our stress response more often than we would like to, and even more often than we tend to realize. Now, the problem with being in fight or flight is that it does then start to shut down some of the non-essential processes within your body that you don't need for immediate survival. So if you're in a fight or flight response, your brain thinks that you're in danger and it needs to get ready to either fight or flee or hide. And it does this by taking all of its energy away from things like digestion, your immune response, away from critical and higher thinking, and of course, away from reproduction as well. So if you think about it, if you're trying to escape from a bear who's about to attack you, you don't really need to digest your lunch or worry about fighting off a virus or ovulate. So these things become affected over time. Now, all of these responses that happen within your body are automatic. Your autonomic nervous system will start to do all of these things without you even thinking about them. Your autonomic nervous system is also responsible for keeping you alive and keeping your body working in ways that we don't have to worry about. You know, we don't need to think about breathing in and out all day. We don't need to think about keeping our heart beating. 
So when you are in a fight or flight response, you will notice if you start to become more aware of this situation, that your breath starts to shallow. We breathe more quickly, more shallowly. Our heart rate tends to quicken. But the one thing you have control of in this whole response system is your breath. And your breath is the most powerful tool you have in order to change your response to a situation in any given moment. So if being in fight or flight means that our breath is quick and shallow, in order to regulate your nervous system and come out of that state, what we want is deep, slow, full breaths. And you can practice a few of those as I'm speaking just now and just notice the difference in your state of of being as you take a really slow, full breath in, maybe holding it for a moment at the very top of that breath. And then a complete exhale, letting go and just noticing how you feel as you do that. And repeating that four or five times really makes a big impact. Now, the thing about yoga is that we use the breath throughout the entire practice. We usually start with a meditation. We bring our awareness to our breath. We lengthen it out. We start to notice how the body is feeling in tune with that breath. And the thing to note about coming into a more regulated state and starting to come out of fight or flight is repetition and consistency. So when you can start to incorporate your yoga or your meditation practice within your daily life, Even if it's something you do for five minutes, 10 minutes a day, it doesn't have to be for an hour or 90 minutes at a time. That's where things really start to change and where differences can be made. Yoga teaches you so many different ways in which you can use your breath, different tools to help in different situations. There are different breathwork exercises that we can use at different times of the cycle, at different times where you might be feeling incredibly stressed or overwhelmed. And with repetition and consistency, it has an incredible overall impact on your body. Now, moving on to number three, the reason why yoga has such an impact on your fertility is the way that it can help balance out and synchronize your hormones. And there are lots of ways in which yoga does that. The two biggest things I want to point out are, first of all, by reducing this stress response, which we just spoke about, we can let our reproductive hormones, our sex hormones start to balance out more easily. So when we are producing a high amount of cortisol, adrenaline, and norepinephrine, which is what our adrenal glands start to pump out when we are feeling stressed or super anxious in any particular situation, over time, particularly cortisol can steal from the production of progesterone. And this has a flow on effect in the balance out of estrogen as well. So as we all know, progesterone is super important for both ovulation and implantation and supporting early pregnancy. And without sufficient progesterone, we're going to notice that perhaps our luteal phase, our two-week wait phase is a little bit too short. We tend to get more PMS symptoms. We get those symptoms of estrogen dominance as well, like painful periods, sore breasts, and irregular ovulation. Now, there's no way to stop this process from being stressful. I mean, infertility is inherently stressful, and I would 
never ever try to tell anyone that we can remove the stress of what is going on in your life at this stage. But what we can do is decrease the effect it has on your body and your overall health. And the more you are able to recognize those moments of stress and overwhelm, and when your body starts to pump out cortisol, the more you can start to address that and slow the impact and the effect that it has on your body. So as we spoke about already, the breath is one really important and really effective way to help balance out cortisol and help resynchronize your hormones. But Another big way that yoga does this is to bring you into your parasympathetic nervous system. So that fight or flight response state is when you're sitting in that sympathetic nervous system. When we are doing restorative yoga, and for example, that is shavasana or laying with our legs up the wall or coming into our butterfly pose where we're resting on our back. And what that means is that your body comes out of fight or flight and it moves into that state of rest and digest. And that's where your brain recognizes, I am safe. I am in a place where I can switch on all of those non-essential systems for immediate survival. We can start to digest a little bit more easily. We can start to bring more awareness to critical thinking. And that's why people who do a lot of meditation and restorative yoga work find that they have better clarity throughout their day. And of course, being in this rest and digest state signals to your brain that now is an excellent time to conceive because you are telling your brain that you're safe. Now, one of the ways in which I like to tell my students to know if they are getting into a parasympathetic state is to notice if they're getting any tummy gurgles. So you may be laying in a restorative pose after your yoga practice or just at the end of your day, you're taking some deep breaths, you're feeling really relaxed, and you notice that your tummy starts to rumble, starting to get all these little bubbles and gurgles going on. That is a really wonderful sign that your parasympathetic nervous system has come online because that is a clear signal that your body is resting and digesting. Now, the fourth and final reason that I want to go through as to how yoga does benefit your fertility is this idea of taking yoga off the mat. And as I mentioned earlier, when we think about a yoga practice, for most of us, we think about all of the exercises and the poses that we're doing on a mat. And yes, that is one big and important part of our practice, but there are actually eight limbs of yoga or eight components to a complete yoga practice. So not just our asana, which is our movements and our poses, but also pranayama, which is our breath work, our meditation, but also this concept of the way we treat others and the way in which we treat ourselves. Yoga has this incredible ability to bring you into this state of presence. And when we are in that present moment, we realize that that is the only thing in which we can control. And the more that we practice being in this state, the more we are able to let go of whatever has happened in our past and realize that it doesn't necessarily predict our futures. Presence allows us to treat ourselves with kindness. And there is no 
more important time to treat yourself with kindness than when you are experiencing something as traumatic and life-changing as infertility. And these practices allow you to realize that nothing that you have done is your fault. Yoga allows you to fall in love with your body and all that it is capable of on this journey. And I think for me, that was the thing that really got me there in the end. And the the thing that supported me more than anything else was this realization that I was capable when I could hold a new yoga pose and it didn't feel so difficult anymore. When I could sit in meditation for five, 10, 15 minutes and not let my thoughts overwhelm and consume me, that's when I realized that I was so much more capable than I was giving myself credit for. And that's where little things really started to change within my life. So I hope that this mini episode has given you an idea of the ways in which all these practices can support you on your fertility journey. And I'd like to point out that all of the things that I've spoken about today are equally as beneficial for women as they are for men. I'd say more than 30% of my students that I work with are going through fertility treatments because of male factor infertility issues. And it's a much, much more prevalent issue than we speak about. So if this is something that you're listening to and you're in that position, please feel free to pass it on to your partner and perhaps get into all of these beautiful practices with them and make this a part of your journey together. So if you would like to learn more about yoga or myself or any of the ways in which you can get started, I'm going to pop all of those links into the show notes here. I have so many ways in which we can work together and some free resources as well. If you're just getting started on this practice and you want to learn a little bit more and dip your toe in or some deeper practices and more involved ways that we can work together as well. So as always, I am sending you all of the best for your fertility journey. And until next week, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so I can keep all this information coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, check the links below in the show notes to join me for more daily tips to support your fertility journey. And don't forget to visit my website to learn more about how the beautiful practices of yoga, meditation, and breathwork can support you as you're trying to conceive. Until next time, sending you all my love.